The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you longing for a place where hope, ideas, and new ways of thinking can arise? For nearly 50 years, Omega Institute's campus in Rhinebeck, New York, has been a gathering place where world-class teachers provide innovative educational experiences that cultivate extraordinary potential in us all. Join us either on campus or online. To learn more, visit eomega.org. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to move from your good life to one that is amazing? Then you've tuned in to the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you the tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is amazing. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And good afternoon, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on From Good to Amazing. A few years ago, I was at a Unity conference, and like so many uh, lay people and Unity ministers, I'm always looking for something different to reach the spirit within. I was so fortunate to meet Christine Stevens, who brings the heartbeat, the drum, which is the original heartbeat, in teaching ministers to have this wonderful gift in their ministries. Here's a sample of some of her music. Thank you, Temple. It's so great to be part of this program today and be part of the heartbeat of the amazing life that's possible as people learn to find that music inside themselves. Well, you have touched so many people, and I know that you're a a featured guest at Agape International with uh, Dr. Reverend Michael Beckwith and Ricky Beebe, and you know, it's just incredible. You're you're such a light, and you're a you're a true magnet of a person. Last week, um, I had Janet Atwood on the show, and she talked about people doing their passion, and that you can tell the difference when someone's in their passion. And you are so in yours that is for sure. Tell us uh, and others out there how you got involved in the drumming work and in the drumming ministry. Well, it's a great example of how sometimes um, we don't know what surprises life has in store for us 
because I always was a musical person and I played piano and saxophone, but I was looking for something that was accessible to all people and could create the kind of excitement that a drum circle does where everyone can play. And I was walking at a conference, much like where I met you, it was a music therapy national conference, and I was walking down the hall to a class I had signed up for, and I heard, you know, the pulsing beat. And I just peeked into the room and never left. Spent the next four hours meeting Arthur Hall and just being part of a drum circle and going, okay, this is what I've been looking for, Um, and devoted my life to that after working with Alzheimer's patients for many years as a music therapist and seeing that no matter the hearing loss or the loss of memory, people could still pick up the drum and communicate with their loved ones. And those kind of breakthroughs made me convinced that there was something in the drum that was spiritual, that was healing, that was my passion. So even within the field of music, it took me a while, but when I found the drum, I just jumped in. I really dove in and I have been very happy to find this global passport. It's so interfaith. It's so human. It really defines a way, a tool of conversation that is a dialogue that can be taking place between people of all cultures and races. So that's what I've been doing ever since. And in shamanism, it's so evident to me how um, an individual can take the drum and just in the course of a couple of moments have an open heart. It just totally grounds you. It opens you to spirit. It opens you to possibilities. It totally shifts your energy from a place of being stressful or the mind chatter. And I think that's one of the things that was exciting to me about having you on this show is because people need tools. You know, it's like, in everyday life, it's like we don't need a lot of things to be more headsy and more complicated. We just need the simplicity of tools. And after spending time with you over the years and with the drum circle here, with the Bowens and the various artists that we have here at First Unity, I carry a little drum in my car, <laughs> you know? And if I start getting into that head chatter or feeling out of balance, it's great to just start doing that drumming. I also pack one in my suitcase often when I'm traveling from place mm-hmm. to place because it's something simple. It doesn't take a speaker or, you know, an electric cord to make it happen. It's just basic drumming of the heart. I know that we have also uh, offered a lot of the healing drum kits and we've sold a lot of them. What's included in that? in that package, because I know that you've offered that throughout the com- company, a country, uh, with the upbeat drum circles. Yes, and it's been great working with your drum ministry. I mean, the, the group there has been on fire, and it's what's significant is when you go to a drum circle, it's not an audience activity. You're not just watching. And I think that's one of the keys to moving ourselves from good to amazing is taking an active role in this. Um, I created the healing drum kit because, believe it or not, in America, a Gallup poll showed that only 40% of people play an instrument. And only 5% have started to play an instrument after the age of 18. 95% of us have what I call instrumentophobia. You know, we kind of think music is, you know, something you would do as a kid. And if you didn't, it might end up on your bucket list. 
but it probably wouldn't be high on your spiritual practice list. But we're going to change that today on this program because I know it's part of your life. It's part of my life and I'm seeing it more and more. And the healing drum kit is a tool. Doesn't matter if you've ever played an instrument, you don't have to know how to read notes. It's very simply falling into the rhythms that are part of our life, part of our spirit. And then I include seven rhythms from around the world. So you get to learn rhythms through an audio course and Sounds True published this product, I think in 2005. And it was the first drum ever sold in health food stores. It was in Whole Foods and in Barnes and Noble and Borders. And so we're taking the drum to more accessibility and more of an understanding, a consciousness of what it does for us spiritually, what it does for us as a healing tool. And you articulated it so well. I think the drum is the medicine for getting out of the mind. Mm -hmm. And people tend to give up, but I researched this and it takes about four minutes to fall into a beat. So all the music I make on my play along CDs, like you just heard the drum call chant, all the tracks are five to seven minutes long. So we have to learn to be a little patient with ourselves and let ourselves fall into the beat. And what, what happens when you drum is you have to surrender. The drum teaches you effortlessness. You fall in. And if you thought too hard, you'd screw up. Because rhythm is innate. You know, we are all biologically wired for rhythm. We are just like one big machine of polyrhythms. Walking, talking, 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 boom, boom, boom. You know, and so we're responding. In fact, we can't not respond. And I used to work with resistant teenagers in substance abuse centers, and they would be tapping their feet to the beat and saying, I'm not going to do this stupid thing. But the feet were in it. And I think as a spiritual thing in shamanism, and I've been looking at the history of the drum, its roots, the roots of rhythm really are in spiritual practice. One of the oldest instruments, we see this drums in temples all over Asia, in temples and in shrines. I was just at a taiko drumming festival the other day playing Matsuri rhythm, which is a rhythm that calls to the ancestors. So you might even say on a mystical plane that rhythm helps us transcend the dimensions and connect to those, those resources that we all have, our guidance that is always there for us. Well, I had a personal experience of that when I, I met you on out of Fort Lauderdale when we went on the Ocean of Gratitude cruise, and there were like 25 of us that went into Panama. And we had never met those people. We were all, um, for all sake and purposes, we were strangers, you know. And yet that Ubuntu, that what is in with you, is within me, that whole spiritual connection. As soon as we shut up there and started playing the drum and you started doing the movement, within 10 minutes, we were all like home folk. You know, I mean, we were like really connected. It just totally opened up the entire group and the community. It was powerful. The kids were dancing and singing and drumming and that gave me just really, I always say, if you want to practice what you think might work, go to a foreign country and do it <laughs> because oh. you're out of your, you know, you're out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah. And, um, wow. I really, I really saw it in, in action. It was just really powerful to have that experience with you. Yes. And I love what you said because it really is what takes us to amazing. A lot of times is a, a push outside of our comfort zone and that's what creates transformation and that day was so spectacular because we stepped into a rhythmiculture. Panama is a place where music is happening more frequently than these statistics of American households of you know only 40% making music. 
So we were stepping into this culture where they were recognized that because we didn't try to get a translator. We just make music. You know, we just had a beat. And then I recall you saying a prayer at the end that closed the whole experience and, and shifted it. You know, what is the difference between a performance and a holy experience? It's everyone being engaged. And when we are not just creators, we are co-creators. We get to feel that unity of heart to heart that transcends language. And the drum is just the, one of the most accessible things to do that with. I mean, it's hard to teach people how to play piano all together at once, you know, or, har- or, or anything, really. The violins would be very challenging, you know, a violin circle. Hmm. But when you get together, it's just like chanting. The drum is the human sound of our heartbeat. And we get to connect everybody in that, in that vibration and in that pulse. And then when we get to chant together, and I really love to see people chant and sing. And I remember that day in Panama, they shared songs to us. Now, we didn't maybe understand what the words meant, but we could feel the energy of the singing. And what happened was a cross-cultural exchange of music. And I think as part of the spiritual path, most of us care about peacemaking. So I found it interesting that the Dalai Lama in the movie, 10 Questions for the Dalai Lama, the Dalai Lama says, he's asked, how can we create peace? And he says, more music festivals. Mm. Wow, so, that's powerful. It can be isn't in it? your car, it can be in your suitcase. You know, you, you're ready to make peacemaking anywhere and to find your own center with your drum. And similarly, I always travel with my drum or some instrument. And no matter where I'm stuck, just the other day I was stuck in the airport in Indonesia, got out my drum. And literally in two minutes, there was a hootenanny. People were all around me singing and, you know. <laughs> Drumming and dancing, and what a great way to live. Is this what you uh, talk about in the DVD, the new one that's sweeping the country? We're anticipating it being the next bigger than the secret. And discover the gift. Are you making reference to the value of, of drumming as a person or as a culture? Is there some of that in there? Or I know you're featured in it, so what will we be seeing when we get the DVD? Well, thank you. Aside from your beautiful self. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even for me, I realized through the process of being interviewed for this movie that the gift is not just the talent of the music. It's my energy that as I show up more and more of myself and in that willingness to share, that's the gift. It's like I'm a note. It's like I'm a personal pitch, not perfect pitch, just personal pitch. And the more I feel that resonance in myself, the more I feel, I feel really like it's good. Life is good. It's become quite amazing. And it had to do with just accepting more myself and expressing myself in the world. So that's what I'm talking about in the movie. And we're showing some clips from our work in Iraq where we've done a peacemaking project there with drum circles. And then talking about what is the metaphor of music and rhythm and how it applies to humanity. For example, sympathetic vibration is a great principle in music. When one drum beats, even another drum that's sitting still, it will be vibrated. And so you start to realize that, like, there's a reason we say good vibes. We really are this vibrational energy. And I think the movie is more about how do I give? How do I serve? And I think that's a beautiful question to ask yourself as you're transforming. Well, any um, journey, whether... You call it a uh, spirit journey or a journey quest or a deep meditation that's used for a shaman to discover his or her inner power and the awareness of that um, is all with 
drumming, not mm-hmm. not words with not music with words, and not words, but drumming, and you have just this wonderful drumming that puts you automatically into this state of of connection and relaxation and the whole visual aspect of that, and you can just immediately go to that sacred place and and for me it it, it it's been so supportive for me to uh, visualize you know I hear people say you know I have difficulty visualizing but a lot of times they're listening to music that maybe they've known the songs before so they sing it in their heads you know they have too many things going on that are stimulating their mind versus relaxing them and the drumming and I know some of the pieces also that you have on your on your CD and in your um, healing drum kit, really work for that process. And for those of you that are listening uh, to us today, I also want to let you know that Christine is a great songwriter, and um, she and I have written some songs together. And in uh, my new book by Divorce Publishing, How to Speak Unity, our song is actually featured in there, Welcome to This Place. And Unity communities, some of them are using it for their opening music. But Christine is immensely gifted in that. Well, when we come back after break, I'm very much looking forward to Christine hearing about your experiences in Iraq. And I know that you've been doing uh, tremendous work over there in peacemaking. And also, from time to time, you offer trips where other people can go with you, don't you? Um, not quite yet. That that uh, that vision was delayed by the, the uprest we had there last year. So we're, we're hoping for that in the future. <laughs> okay, well, then that's a future-seeing moment that we're having. Right. So we'll talk about the work that you've been doing and the benefits that you've been offering through your your drumming as soon as we come back from break. And, and thanks to everyone out there for supporting this Unity Online work that we're doing and getting positive messages out there in the world and also supporting people in moving from good to amazing because we truly are here to live an amazing life. We'll be right back. Unity Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to tens of thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. If you have been served by this programming, we invite you to support it by visiting www.unity.fm and clicking on Donate Now. Thank you for your support. He's the most talked about figure in history. How do you see Jesus? As a savior, a way shower, a mythical hero. In his cutting-edge new book, Jesus 2.1, an upgrade for the 21st century, Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard explores the many human concepts of Jesus. The man of Nazareth has been an imaginary spiritual playmate for millions. Best friend, confidant, silent lover, surrogate father, brother, husband, trusted king when earthly governments fail, all-purpose superhero who will save the day before the final credits roll. Jesus is like a program that has been adapted through the ages while the basic code remains undisturbed despite all subsequent modifications. Now it is our time to rewrite and reinstall the Jesus program with updates for today, just as every previous generation has done and every subsequent generation will do. The Romans killed Jesus for being a revolutionary. Every succeeding generation kills him anew 
by losing sight of the ongoing revolution in human consciousness that he represents. Explore the new book, Jesus 2.1, at www.shopunity.org. What is the secret to happiness? Why do bad things happen to good people? What is our purpose in life? What must I do to bring healing into my life? Join Rev. Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday for a metaphysical romp. Explore fundamental unity principles put into action through real-life scenarios from people like you. Call in with your questions and spiritual challenges, and let Paul take you on a journey of profound personal understanding and transformation. That's Metaphysical Romp with Rev. Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for From Good to Amazing with Rev. Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at amazing at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Rev. Temple Hayes. And we're back on From Good to Amazing with Christine Stevens. And Christine is sharing with us about the benefits of drumming. And Christine, not... Too long ago, I think just a couple of months ago, didn't you go to Iraq? You've been a number of times. Tell us about your work over there and the difference that drumming has been making for that culture. Sure. Well, it's an extraordinary story. It started in 2007. And this was the first time in history that a drum program was brought into a war zone for conflict resolution and peacemaking. And it was supported by NAM and Remo and Musical Missions of Peace and by the State Department funding of an, of an international relief agency. So I think what's exciting, first of all, is that there was that global recognition of the power of the drum as a tool for peace building. And what was great in this story, I've started in 2007, I've been on three different trips, and we had a technique of training people to lead drum circles. Now, the people that came to our training were from really five or six different tribes speaking two very different languages, Kurdish and Arabic. So I had to have two translators. So every time I spoke, there was this delay of here it is in Kurdish, here it is in Arabic. Then as we started to drum together, and not everybody was a quote-unquote a drummer, but like your experience in Panama, we were in a rhythmic culture where music, you know, you hear the call to prayer five times a day. And it's sung. It's, it's the singing. It's the voice. The musicality of this culture was incredible. I had a lot of fears, you know, first being invited to go there. And I was a little afraid. Um, and I stepped through that moment of good to amazing. And I know exactly when it was. It was when I landed in Dubai. And I got scared on the final leg of the flight into Iraq. And my fear was released at the moment that we landed in Iraq because the security guards, which was pretty intimidating, you know, coming up with all their weapons and everything, the security guards opened my bag and saw the drums and they started to play them and they started singing 
And I just was like, this huge sense of relief came over me. It's like, this is going to be fine. And what we did accomplish was training these 40 individuals to take drum circles back into their separate communities. So it was sort of a two-step process of people just discovering how the drum circle could be a tool for conflict resolution between themselves, the 40 people that we trained. And then secondly, how they could spread that into the communities where they lived. So the second year when I went back, I went into these little villages where the people lived that had come to our training. So the first year they came to me, and the second year I went to them. And I got to see in places like Halabja, Halabja where 5,000 Kurds were killed in one day by the anvil um, bombings, chemical warfares from Saddam Hussein's regime. There's such destruction there. And here they were with their drums and outside and dressed beautifully and colorfully and having a, a celebration of peace. So I was very moved to see how that had happened. But they didn't just drum in Halabja. They had their instruments like the violin and the canoon and, and this whole composition. And I realized that rhythm is an important part that begins the journey for many people in music. It's the heartbeat. We connect to it. But melody and harmony are also really important in the healing power of music. So I've learned a lot from them. And our plan is to go back this November. And we've been invited to train. I'm a music therapist and a board-certified um, social worker. So I've been invited to train the therapists who work with autistic children in northern Iraq in two different cities. So I'll be going back for the mission of the drum circles for peace building and then also for the use of music therapy for the children and other victims of war. So I'm very excited about this project. You know, it's I think what I like to tell people is I learned one crucial thing, which is that when we speak, words communicate thoughts, but song and music communicates energy. And when you combine that and you find a way to dialogue and musically dialogue, you create something that's very transformational. I believe that things are different there because of our work. Well, the impressive part also, uh, you know, in addition to all the the profound uh, meaning of the work, is that you're showing people and for the people listening today, your true evidence of that you may not have all the answers when you're requested to do something. I mean, for somebody to call you up on the phone and say, hey, we want to put together a a drumming group in Iraq. I mean, that's not like the thought you were probably having the day before when you were watching Oprah. I mean, right? I mean, that's kind of a big deal. But you stood in that space and you went, oh, yeah, I can do that. And, you know, you just stepped right into it. And you're also showing, you know, all of us how that, yes, you'll have questions come up and you'll doubt yourself and, and you'll be afraid, but you got on the plane. You know, you got on the plane, you put on your seatbelt, and you went, here I go. And so many people stop because, you know, they never move to that saying yes, first of all. And then they feel like they need to have everything in place or have their entire lives turned around or they need to have it all figured out before they ever take the first two or three steps. And you just jumped in. And I know you're glad that, that you did because it's been, uh, it's been a life-altering experience for you, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely. And you don't do that kind of thing alone. I mean, I had Reverend Michael and Ricky, you know, just incredible prayer team and support. And I had the team that came with me. But I also, I love what you're pointing out because when I track it back, 
I realized that it wasn't just maybe a month before that that I had a profound prayer moment. You know that's a pro- you know those profound prayer moments you're usually by mm-hmm. yourself and I just had this really powerful feeling in my soul and I said I said it out loud. I'm ready for global work. I'm ready for larger work. And then a month later, boom, you know, they found me by googling. So it was a it wasn't like you're pointing out it was a it wasn't me trying to create a project. It was something calling to me. And I think there's a difference between our calling and our qualifications. I mean, I didn't, I ne- didn't know anything really about Muslim culture. I wasn't, quote unquote, qualified, but there was a calling that came to me. And saying yes, once you say yes, okay, the most amazing things will begin to happen. And f- combining your passion with your desire to share and give and create a better feeling in places where there's loss and where there's destruction that's a formula for success, a different kind of success. It's not about the money you have or the car you drive or the house. It's a success of knowing that you served in a way that was profound and that brought forth a change in me. And I really received the most from the experience. I got to transcend my sense of, oh, are we enemies with these people? I got to go through my own stereotypes. I got to overcome my fears and, and come home safe. So I'm, I think that there's a crucial thing that happens when we are, when we allow ourselves to think of the best possible thing that can happen and surround ourselves with the, the teammates and the prayer people. I was very careful who I invited to prayer for that, pray for this. And I know Temple, you were part of a fundraiser, very big part of a fundraiser that happened spontaneously on the Ocean of Gratitude cruise that raised, I think, $5,000 for my third trip where I worked with women in the women's shelters in Iraq. And it just shows that we have to be part of asking that question every day. How can I serve? And when we step into something bigger, you know, a greater idea than who we are, all the information that we, we know of how it's going to work out, it impacts so many people. And that's what happened on the Ocean of Gratitude cruise because your initial fundraiser of raff, uh, doing a raffle on the drum because all of us as speakers had signed it, uh, that was a great fundraiser. But then um, my partner stood up in a room of 120 people and said, oh, we need more. I'll donate this flute. And to memory, that flute was like a $375 flute. You could kind of order it from, you know, many places across the United States. It wasn't like, you know, she had brought it back from Peru. or It was just, it was a, a U.S.-made uh, um flute and and a guy in the back of the room said oh yeah starting bid 500 and that flute that was 350 375 dollar flute because we all got hooked in the vibration of you're going to Iraq of the difference that could be made uh, we collected about 3800 dollars and then someone matched those funds right yeah so it was it was an extraordinary moment <laughs> for everyone involved and especially your partner who just her generosity spoke, mm-hmm. you know, you could just feel her just, okay, I have to do something. And that was actually, although that's the price tag of that flute, it had great meaning to her. It's and been a big story in my life. And I've, I've, I've given that example a number of times because it was during the times when people were talking about the economy, you know, so it was during that, that space that uh, this came about. So on the appearance, people may have been more reserved or holding back, but it just goes to show again, when they are lit by an idea, 
um, they open up and are willing to give. It was definitely exciting. And giving of your music. And for my experience and my transformation going to Iraq is that musical service is a whole different feeling than when you're playing or performing or practicing when you're really giving it like medicine, like handing out supplies. Um, people talk about rebuilding the in- infrastructure of Iraq. I said music is rebuilding the inner structure of Iraq. It's the hope. It's hope generating. You know, we had people in our training group who just were ready to quit, you know, just didn't feel any inspiration. And they have become these amazing leaders of the drum circles in Iraq, including a young woman who was typical of that kind of Muslim feminine culture, very shy. She's become a spokeswoman and she's on on television now talking about using the drum circle with the children. She's a physical therapist. So I think what's beautiful about what we're talking about today, about the rhythm of your soul is that when you connect to that rhythm and you allow it to be expressed, I think the drum is a great way to discover that in yourself. It brings to life greater possibilities. You can't really shut it down once you awaken. Well, don't you have a song that you can share with us? Yes, and this is music that's coming in my new CD, Drumming Up Spirit, and it's a song from the Congo region of Africa called Baye, And I love to use this for people today listening because this literally means come. Come to the music. Come to the party. Come to yourself. So this is called Baye. One, two, ready, play. to our homepage, Upbeat Drum Circles, which is ubdrumcircles.com. You can sign up for my email list, and I send out a monthly RDA, the Recommended Drumming Allowance, (laughs) video on how to play your drum for health. And I usually bring in great guests from world cultures 
to show us rhythms much like what you just heard there. And I bet your feet were tapping because it's hard to hold still because the body just wants to join in that call. Baye, come on in. Oh, it does. You get so excited and you're, it, you're right. It just raises your vibration immediately. So, for, you know, for people that are having a meeting with, uh, you know, their boss or nego- negotiating a new contract or getting ready to go on a date with someone new for the first time, I mean, to play this kind of music, your energy would just be so lifted up that you would take your you would be able to do the hokey pokey and put your whole self in, as we say. <laughs> Just a lot of good energy and, you know, the excitement and enthusiasm of life. And that's what I love about the work that you do is, um, you know, when you walk in, you, Christine, you, you take the room. Um, I love to watch you go on the stage and because you know that you're being called to do something that's so much bigger than you as a person. And um, and when we're all willing to do that and we're able to put our personalities over to the side, the magic, you know, can really happen. And, you know, just as we're saying, the rippling effect, you know, that comes from that, it's just, um, well, you can't measure it really, of the hundreds or thousands of people that, you know, from the raffle to the fundraiser to the people in Iraq to the kids here in our community to the other ministries across the country that are now doing, you know, drumming ministry. Somebody asked me one time, would you, you know, do you have a drumming ministry? And I said, I can't imagine being part of a ministry without a drumming ministry because it, you know, is that element of, um, of healing and connection. And it's another way you're talking about in Iraq, which is, you know, the severity of uh, separation. But talk about, you know, sometimes between adult and children, those generational gaps, they're not really there, but for adults that have difficulty being childlike because they're kind of shut down, it really helps them to have that connection with children in the drumming circles. And it gives them a way to get at the level, get to the level uh, in a childlike way that children think, oh, you're cool. You know, <laughs> um, I, I don't have that difficulty myself because, you know, I'm so childlike. But a lot of adults do, you know, to let themselves go. And drumming is that is that common thread. Well, again, it's so exciting to have Christine Stevens with us today with UBDrumCircles.com is her website. And you can look her up or Google her and stay in touch because she has a new book coming out and so many things that she's offering the world. And we are very fortunate and excited to have her today. So we'll be right back after this break. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, my name is Lynn Twist. I'm the author of The Soul of Money. If you're struggling right now with a financial crisis, I recommend going to www.unityfm and listening to our course about the soul of money and how to handle this in a way that brings out the deep spirituality that's available at this time. You know, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. Join author Lynn Twist for The Blessing of the Financial Crisis. You'll learn new techniques to use the current economic situation to redefine your relationship with money. It's available now for immediate download at unity.fm in the video download section. 
Even if you're a seasoned spiritual student, even if you've been on a spiritual journey for a long time, how's your life working? Knowing spiritual principles isn't enough. We have to practice them every day. Join Reverend Ellen Debenport and co-host Laura Shepard on Absolute Living as they talk each week about putting principles into action in every decision we make. We now return to From Good to Amazing with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. So welcome back, everyone, and thank you for joining myself and Christine Stevens of the Drum Circles. UBDrumCircles.com is her website. She's the founder of the Upbeat Drum Circles. She's been doing a drum um, ministry for the past 12 years, making a difference in Iraq and, and throughout the globe, actually. So, Christine, there are many people that are listening today that are... They're inspired, they're moved, um, they feel passionate, and they go, okay, I want to start drumming. Um, Give us some steps. Help them figure out what to do now so that they will take it from a place of passion to an action step. Absolutely. Well, you know, you brought up the story before the break. We were talking about how important it is to play and playfulness. And what I noticed, too, is sometimes people will come to my drum circles and they'll cry. And they come up to me and they're smiling, but they're crying. And they say, what's going on? I'm not sad. Why am I having these tears? Well, that's what happens when we have cathartic moments. It's reunion grief, they call it. We're just reuniting with that drum spirit in ourselves. So what I know for myself and for everyone, and I know this biologically and genomically from our new research on psychoneuroimmunology and drumming, is that everyone, everyone is wired for rhythm. So you have to first release any thought that, you know, that music teacher might have said to you or told you you didn't have musical skills. I hear this all the time because we live in this audition culture, but we're not in that mind. We're in the mind that we are already the drumbeat. So what I brought today is a track from the Healing Drum Kit that's called Transformation. Now, in the Healing Drum Kit, there's 27 rhythms, and they range from the rhythms of life, like breathing, laughing, walking, dancing, resting, to rhythms of spirit, transformation, power, vitality, uh, relaxation, release. And then the rhythms of the world, Taiko Matsuri from Japan, Samba from Brazil, uh, Rumba Wawanko from Cuba. And also Aguila Blanca, which is a beautiful Aztec dancing rhythm. So let's have a chance to listen to this. And no matter where you are, and if you have a drum or you don't have a drum, you are a drum. I mean, all of us have this inner drum beat. And just listening to this, you can fall in in what's called entrainment. You can entrain to this rhythm. This rhythm is based on the word transformation. Now, I know for me, the drum has been very helpful in a tough time in my life, kind of a midlife crisis that I've been recently coming through after a couple of years of feeling some inner journey, some inner deep knowing and listening had to happen. And in that process, the drum has been a tool to ground me, to anchor me, to help me listen to my own heart. And I hope that for everyone as well. And this rhythm is just spoken to the beat, transformation. And then a little space of the sound of brushing on the drum. The sound of brushing, I chose that. I'll just play it for you so you can hear what it sounds like. Transformation. 
transformation. Oh, you can really feel that. So the brushing on the drum sounds like wind. It's the sound of the element of wind, which is the flight. You know, in transformation, as we move from good to amazing, we have a sense of the wings that come through from those cocoon times. So why don't we listen to this track and you can speak it in the rhythm. You can tap it out wherever you are, but it gives you a model for how you can take even just one word, the power of a word, and make that into a rhythm, the power of an affirmation, you know, drum it and sing it. And you really get to embody it and make it your own. as you feel that rhythm and just falling into that sweet beat and thanks to Martin Espino, my great colleague who hand makes all the flutes he plays and that's one of his flutes who does pre-Columbian instruments you feel that resonance of the simplicity of a flute and a drum Um, many cultures, world cultures have used that combination as a sacred duet of the above and below the drum beat is the earth the flute is the above that lifts up our spirits so thank you for listening and and enjoying that and it just shows you that all of us can do this it's not about complicated rhythms you know that's about ego but when we come from a place of prayer and gratitude and self-discovery that's where the drum really plays a, a role in our lives well you know the song when you sing the song i feel good it's almost impossible to not feel good (laughs) i mean have you ever like tried to really feel bad while you're singing i feel good i feel good (laughs) drumming is kind of like that as well you know when you're when you're drumming you just you your spirits are lifted you you feel it just puts everything in perspective like no hurry no worry it just kind of can i 
I love the fact that you say, and I, I'll repeat it again, that the drum is our original heartbeat. I mean, we resonate with it more than anything because we recognize it. It's our, our, our essence, you know. Yes, we resonate with it. And I love watching how rhythm moves the body. And when I was first taking the healing drum kit into Whole Foods, they had me in the vitamin section doing one of those demo booths, you know, mm-hmm. with the drum kit. And people would hear the drum beat and they would, their bodies would be drawn to the rhythm. And then I would watch their minds come in and then they would freeze and turn around and go the other way. And I could just see the children were uninhibited and they came running to the drum. So I think that whether you're looking for something for your own personal transformation in moving to the amazing state of consciousness that I think is, is part of the show's point and part of what's happening in this movement of consciousness and or you're looking for something to take your ministry to amazing, you know, get involved in a drum circle. You can contact me, go to the email list on our homepage, ubdrumcircles.com. It is really my passion, as you said, to bring more drum circles into faith-based organizations and as an interfaith project. And I think having tested this in a place of great challenge in Iraq, and if it works in Iraq, it's like if it plays in Peoria, right? If it plays in Iraq, I think this really has shown itself to be a powerful tool for transformation. Absolutely. From a perspective of conflict resolution and also along the way, I recall you've told some stories about people that have had physical healings from working with the drum consistently, right? Tell a story or two about that. Obviously, you won't say who, but, you know, give us a frame of reference with that. Well, I think what really stands out in my mind is a group that I was doing with people with MS. And it was an MS support group. And so the patients were there with their caregivers or their loved ones. And I was showing them how to do a drum massage, which is basically using the vibration of the drum turned towards the body. And you can feel the vi- feel it vibrate your own body. And it's like this relaxing experience, a sonic massage. And it's non-invasive and known to touch anyone. So it's just a very nice um, tool. And while I was singing a Lakota healing song, which I learned from my teacher, who I always love to acknowledge, um, Uncle, Uncle Manny Council Pipe Sandoval, he taught me a Lakota song, and I was singing this healing song. And this woman was drumming over her husband's hips. He was in a wheelchair. He hadn't walked in five months. And MS is the kind of illness that comes and goes in different levels. It has an unfortunate rhythm of it will be suppressed for a little while, and then it will be, unfortunately, debilitating again. And so this man was in a wheelchair, and she was drumming over his hip, and he started laughing. Now, you know when laughing happens, tears or laughter, that healing is happening. Mm -hmm. And healing happened for his body, and he got up and started to walk. And people said it was just like watching a miracle. Now, they have been doing that at home. And what I love about this story is, Again, it's not that we have to wait for a doctor to prescribe us medicine. It's not that there's any side effects of the drum. It is something within our own reach. And to take that into their lives, and they're using that on a regular basis to maintain the energy focused on his hip, I think it's a wonderful application. Um, I think healing is a, a word that means to me bringing back into your life what's missing. So if you don't feel like you have much joy, you don't have much connection to others, join a drum circle. 
start a drum circle. That is the whole reason I got on my path. There wasn't a drum circle in three hours distance from where I live. So I said, fine, I'll start one. (laughs) I think that's a good point too, for those individuals listening today that are perhaps in smaller towns or in areas where drum circles aren't at the beach or aren't local uh, start your own and I know Christine well enough to say uh, without asking <laughs> that if you contact her um, she would offer support in teaching you how uh, to start a group the biggest thing is to start and that's I think um, you know there's the key to life is just to get going And one of the things that I've found in working with people and coaching people of moving their lives from good to amazing, I've had people come in to me, you know, or call me or Skype me or whatever, and ask me about, you know, what can I do to change my energy? And often, Christine, I'll say, well, one of the simplest things you could do is to start drumming. Mm -hmm. And they look at me like they're just kind of, you know, they're in shock because it's like, it's that simple. You know, it can be that easy. It's like... Yes, it can be that simple and it can be that easy. I don't know why we have adapted this idea that it has to be complicated for it to be effective because, you know, that doesn't have to be true. Well, we've had a wonderful conversation today with Christine Stevens of Upbeat Dream Drum Circles. You can Google Christine Stevens and find her on the Internet or you can find her at UB Drum Circles. I love having all of you fully participate with this great show from Good to Amazing. And it is great because of people like Christine Stevens being on it and having these wonderful and rich conversations with me. Um, Write us at amazing at unity.fm. And again, you can always donate to Unity Online Radio so that we continue to get these positive messages out in the world. Thank you for being with us, Christine, and we'll look forward to having you back on the show when you have your new book out about music medicine. Good afternoon, everyone, and we will look forward to seeing you again, hearing from you during the week, and you're being with us next Monday. Thank you for tuning in to From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern for more tools to move your life from good to amazing. This program is brought to you in part by Temple Hayes Ministries online at www.templehays.org and First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. 
online at www.unitycampus.org. Sometimes people tell me they've been studying spiritual principles for years, and I've got one question for them. How's your life working? How do you apply principle in every decision every day? Hi, this is Reverend Ellen Devonport, and that's what Laura Shepard and I talk about every week on Absolute Living here on Unity Online Radio. How do we consciously create our experiences in life? What are we attracting, and how can we change it? How do we live at the highest levels of consciousness? On Absolute Living, we talk about how spiritual laws can be used in health, relationships, work, family, prosperity, even parenting. We look at current events for evidence of the laws in action. And we admit our own fears and failures. Laura and I don't live in higher consciousness all the time. But join us on Absolute Living. It's live on Mondays at 1 p.m. Central or in the archives anytime. Do you think you know all you want to know about characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? Or what it means to be a Jezebel? Or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women? The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning in to Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Reverends Jim Gaither and Karen Tudor present a Bible character from an historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of the lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and power up your life only at Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Things may happen around you, things may happen to you, but the only things that really count are the things that happen in you. This meditative moment from Rev. Eric Butterworth is brought to you by Unity. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. 
You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network, in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.